What's up, guys? Here's another episode of Just Me. Today, we are going to be talking about the pressures of being productive during a pandemic. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but seriously, I feel so much pressure from looking on Instagram and Facebook and all the other social media outlets to come out of this a new and improved person, yet I find myself at the end of each day after working and getting all of the my needs done, I find myself binging food, curling up in a ball under my blanket on the couch, not being able to do anything. I have no motivation, um, which then ultimately pretty much just leads to me you know, feeling like I don't do enough and then I get all depressed on myself. Um, so we're just, we're going to take some time and we're going to talk about that and just debunk some lies that we keep telling ourselves. So I hope you guys enjoy. You're listening to the Joy Journals podcast. Welcome Joy Warriors, Rachel Gombosh here, creator of the Joy Journals and founder of the I Choose Joy movement, a social movement dedicated to showing society through education and action that the joy we seek in our daily lives is instilled in our principles, values, and identity, not in our circumstances. In this podcast, we will be highlighting individuals who make the conscious choice to exude joy in their daily lives. Without further ado, let's introduce this week's guest. Okay, so we are going to just get right into it. So at the beginning, at whoa, <laughs> at the beginning of this whole global pandemic, I was scrolling through Instagram, and this was probably right about when we were all getting prepared to go into quarantine. So I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw this post, and this post had just it was. One of those posts where it was just like a quote for the image and it said, if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new insert something productive or creative, so with a new hobby or with a new business or with a new whatever, then you didn't lack time, you lacked discipline. And my first reaction to that was like, yes, absolutely so true. Like I'm going to spend this time, like if we're all going to be at home I'll be able to rearrange my schedule just a little bit. Um, and I, you know, I, I will be able to manipulate my time a little bit so that I can come out of this with something new that I have created for myself. Well, then <laughs> we got into quarantine and I realized time does not just magically appear when you are working from home. I don't know about you guys, but it did not just magically poof into thin air and I did not gain eight additional hours in a day to just start creating and producing a ton of stuff. And so I started getting these feelings of major overwhelm, like I haven't been, and I still, I'm still experiencing these feelings of, you know, I, 
I still, like I said in the previous podcast, I'm still very blessed to have my job. So I work all day and then, you know, I've got some additional side stuff that I do for other organizations. So I, at the end of the day, I'll do some stuff for them. And then I'm still trying to fit workouts in to keep myself physically active. So I'm not completely a couch potato, but you know, obviously there are many days that I'm doing that. But honestly, my day-to-day schedule really looks no different than when I was not in the quarantine. The only difference is that I'm at home every single day. So I didn't just magically get eight, of, eight extra hours or however much time to start producing and creating like a madman. And so my mind instantly and consistently goes back to this quote that I read at the beginning of of quarantine and this whole virus about I, I'm not lacking time, I'm lacking discipline. And it's, you know, my, my perspective on it has changed quite a bit. And it's like, no, it's not that I lack discipline or that I lack time. It's just, you know, to be honest, I don't know. Do I lack time management? Do I need to drop some stuff? You know, I, I don't know. And then I just honestly, you know, I, I've been talking to a lot of friends recently and I've been trying to stay as best connected as possible with people. And here is the truth, because I know a lot of people are feeling this, these feelings that you're not doing enough during this quarantine and that you find yourself laying on the couch all the time and binging Netflix and you're eating a bunch of junk food and you're just tired and you can't, you find yourself where you can't stay focused and you think you're, you're being pulled in different directions or that you just have this like reduced capacity to do things, even though you might not even be doing anything throughout the entire day or that like you just emotionally and physically can't get yourself to do anything. Guys, (laughs) we're in a global pandemic. I mean, just take a moment to actually, to really think about that. We are in, like this is going down in history right now. Process that for a second. And we're all worried about producing something and coming out of this a brand new person. And I just want you to know that the only thing that you need to do and should be doing during this time is trying to survive. Straight, that is the only thing that you should straight up be doing during this time is trying to survive. You don't need to produce. You don't need to create. Survive this. Just get through it. It's hard. It sucks. It's draining mentally, emotionally, and physically. No wonder you want to lay on the couch all the time. You're experiencing a pandemic. And I mean, we're all in different, we're all in completely different situations. And like I said, you know, for me, like my day-to-day situation and my schedule really hasn't changed. It's just the location that has changed. For some people, maybe they unfortunately have lost their job, but with that job loss, they've gained stress and anxiety because they don't know how they're going to pay their bills and they don't know how they're going to feed their families. You know, they lose one thing and they gain other mental and emotional problems. You know, these are, they're just trying to fill basic, basic needs. Like we all have different situations right now. We're all trying to search for stability and safety in our lives right now, you guys. 
for some people, sometimes they, not sometimes, for some people, they didn't, they, they didn't gain time. They lost time because not only now do they have a separation between their home life and their work life, but it's all been mashed together. So for a lot of parents, for instance, you know, they are going home and not only do they have their actual jobs, but they have now the job of babysitter and tutor that they have to compile all into one day. And so there are so many key factors that are playing into why you do probably feel drained and why you constantly feel like maybe you're switching roles throughout the day or like there's the days are all running together and you do feel like you are just completely drained and that you also feel like you're not doing enough. There's so many different things that are happening during this time. So don't feel like you need to come out of this a new person because you're already in overdrive. Don't make it worse for yourself. So I want to take a moment, just kind of bring, um, bring a little lesson to you guys, uh, a little bit of education. So if you haven't already, there is this motivational theory called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And Abraham Maslow was the psychologist who came up with this. Um, but I think it really will help just kind of explain what, what we're going through, honestly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I think it's really important to maybe help visually kind of put together what, what we're going through. So the whole kind of, I guess, overarching concept of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is that basically we have these different levels of needs and that you cannot go from level, you can't get to level four without first accomplishing levels one, two, and three. So they're buildable. And so if you look up Maslow's hierarchy of needs on the internet, it will show you this pyramid. And at the very bottom are our basic needs, which are our physiological needs and our safety needs. And then kind of the next tier is the psychological needs, which are belonging and our love, which is like our relationships. Um, and then esteem, uh, your feelings of like actually accomplishing things. And then the top tier. So you can't get to this top tier without first accomplishing all four of the other levels on the bottom. The top tier is your self-fulfillment needs. So it's also called like self-actualization. Um, and I think they also call it transcendence, I believe. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> so basically what that is, is where you, you are at the, the top of the top, you are achieving your full potential um, you can create, you can produce. And the problem is, is right now we are trying to put ourselves in a position where we are at the top, but we are not filled at the very bottom where our basic needs need to be met. Once again, our basic needs are our physical needs and our safety needs. So like your physical needs are basically just food and water and just making sure you have like a house over your head, um, not you're getting enough sleep. So like basic things that just like keep you going throughout the day and keep you alive. Um, and then your safety needs are like security. So maybe that's just like 
financial security, just making sure that like you can you can take care of yourself. We're at the very bottom right now during this pandemic. So everyone all over is just trying to make sure our basic needs are met. Yet through social media and the internet and um, I am going to put a little bit of pressure on motivational speakers and just motivational coaches because I think they're all saying, no, we have to use this time to, you know, you've got this time, like you need to do it. You need to get there. You need to keep pushing. Like, I know this time's hard, but like that level of production comes at the very top. And we are at the very bottom trying to just make sure we are fed and that we can keep our roof over our heads right now. So once again, I just want to go back to the fact that the only thing you need to do right now is to survive. And whatever survival looks like for you, like if that means take care, like self-care activities, if you need to read extra during the day, if you need to just get outside and get some fresh air, maybe you do have to try and find a job at a grocery store so you can get some extra income. Whatever that looks like for you, do it. If you have to unfollow people on Instagram because they look like they, once again, they look like they are producing and being creative and they're doing all these amazing things during a pandemic, then you don't technically have to unfollow them, but there is this awesome feature called muting them, which means you won't see any of their posts, even though you will still be a follower of them. So don't put that pressure on yourself. Like you have to be at someone else's level during a pandemic. You have your own needs that you need to, that you need to fill and however you need to fill them is how you need to fill them, you guys. There's a time and a place for productivity. And honestly, if, if your basic needs are not being met, then, then you, you shouldn't be pushing yourself overboard to be creating something new. It just, it doesn't make sense. You're going to push yourself over the edge. You're just going to make yourself more exhausted. You're going to run yourself into the ground. So don't do it. Just take this time to take care of yourself to take care of your family. That's all you need to do. And it is hard. It's hard with social media and it's hard because we are constantly in a, we are in a period of intense, intense consumption. We're all sitting at home. We're all online all the time. We're on Zoom calls. We're on our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok's blowing up. We're on the internet. We're constantly seeing of ways we're constantly seeing how other people are handling the pandemic. But once again, I do want to introduce to you that social media is still and always will be probably, probably, no, it always will be a highlight reel because even though people can be real and authentic on social media, you're never going to see 110% of the full story. It's just not going to happen. And so you just cannot compare your situation to someone else's. It's going to end up hurting you in the long run. And so I don't want this podcast to make it sound like I'm, I'm badgering you guys or anything. Um, but I do want to just kind of let you know maybe like what some things that I have been doing for myself. So like I said, uh, I, I do, I am fortunate. I still have my job. Um, I do have a couple things on the side that I have been working on, uh, not that I have started new, but some things that I had 
some organizations that I had been with. Uh, so for instance, I work with TEDx Cincinnati um, and we're still running some online activities throughout this. So I'm still working with them throughout it, throughout this process. There are some things that I'm still carrying with me forward, but also too, I want to tell you guys about how I'm taking care of myself during this time, just so you know that not everything, just so you have some examples for how self-care in my life looks and how quote unquote, I either am productive or I am not productive um, and how I've kind of released that pressure to be this new and improved person coming out of this. So for instance, I, anytime it's nice outside, I force myself to go out for a walk. And usually it's about a three hour walk, three hour, oh my word. (laughs) It is not a three hour walk. (laughs) It is a three mile walk, which takes about an hour. But, um, and I do that, sometimes I don't feel like it, but I do it because I know the moment I get myself outside and like two or three minutes into the walk, I immediately feel like a weight feels lifted off my shoulders. It's just, it feels great to be outside. It feels great to have that fresh air. And to be honest, it's nice for me to see people, even though I'm not interacting with them and I have to stay six feet away from them. It's nice to see living beings and creatures and people. And, you know, there are still people who are out in like little public spaces, um, whether they're just sitting out with like their roommates or their families in a green space. Like it's just nice for me to see that um, instead of being cooped up in my little apartment all day long. So I go for walks. I did, I started growing herbs. Uh, not that I ever thought that would be something that I would, would do, but I figured it would be something for me to, um, it kind of keeps me working with my hands, if that makes sense. So I, I'm on my computer and my phone a ton. I swear to you, it feels like 85 to 90% of my day is on like a screen. And that's really harsh for me. Um, and so I started a little herb garden and then I was like, well, maybe I could do something a little more. And so I actually, um, figured out how to use the scraps of like old peppers and onions to regrow. Is that the right term? I'm new at this. I don't know. Um, But use scraps from old foods to grow new plants. And so I have these boxes outside and in the back of my apartment, um, like garden boxes. And so I started a little garden back there and it's just nice because it allows me to not stare at a screen, but to actually work with my hands. Um, and so in a sense you could say, well, Rachel, like that's productive, that's a new hobby, but you have to understand that's actually me taking care of myself. I didn't, I didn't do that so I could be like, well, actually I'm going to start a business with that because I'm going to start a garden business so I can sell everything that I grow and blah, 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 blah. The whole purpose of me doing that was because I needed something to take my mind and my eyes off of a screen. Plus, now I get to have fresh veggies and herbs when I cook, if I cook, find myself cooking for myself. (laughs) 
I'm not much of a cook, so I don't really know why I started it. But like I said, it's nice for me to step away from a screen for a little bit and actually be able to work with my hands. Um, I make sure that I do my devotionals in the morning. Once again, it's just, it's a time set aside for me, uh, to reconnect with my faith. So, you know, I think there are different ways that you can take care of yourself during this time for some people. Um, maybe that's a face mask and a glass of wine at the end of the day. I don't know. Um, but whatever you need to do to just really honestly, you guys just get through this. Um, this is a time for you to maybe go through all of the things that you had been doing previously and to just really reevaluate like what you want to carry forward with you coming out of this. Like maybe you were overwhelmed and you were overworked. Do you want to carry all of those activities past this? Or is this a time for you to sit down and say, well, actually, you know, I'm doing 20 different, I'm working with 20 different organizations, um, but it's draining me and it's taking me away, away from my family. So I needed to cut it in half and I need to only work with 10. So I think this is just a really good time, if anything, for you to just reevaluate um, how you can take care of yourself during this time. I know there's a lot of pressure to come out of this to be new and improved, but like I said before, the only thing you need to do during a global pandemic is to survive. And whatever survival looks like for you, then you do that. You do you. <laughs> so I'm wishing you guys all the health in the world, and I hope you do whatever it takes to promote the best self-care during this time. And if you happen to come out of this with a new hobby, then awesome. That's great. But if you don't, I hope you are just making sure that you just take care of yourself in the best way possible and whatever that looks like for you. Perfect. Cause that's all you need to do. So I will talk to you guys next time and I hope you stay safe and healthy. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the joy journals. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and leave us a rating. We want to make sure we are spreading joy and inspiration to as many people as possible and leaving a rating will help get us there. To learn more about the I Choose Joy movement, please visit our website at ichoosejoymovement.com where you can find ways to get involved, download our templates for our impact cards, nominate future guests to be on the show, and send requests to book speaking engagements at your events. Until next time, Joy Warriors. Joy Warriors.